Got my coffee today. <laughs> well, I only got a couple sips left, but still, that's that's something. Let me tell you what, that's something. So yeah, I was up last night doing some stuff, and then I came across a couple different things. But at the same time, I was sitting here after our last talk, and something hit me like a, you know, five-ton mega, a five-megaton, not just a ton, a five-megaton jelly bean that fell from the sky. <clears throat> then again, it could have been the left breast of Eris, because she always hit me with that booby and just boom 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 because I put the call out to every deity out there especially mine my goddess Eris and say what can I do for y'all so that might be that knock upside the head to get me going y'all remember what the experts had to say about why we want to believe in conspiracy theories there's what three three main things the desire for understanding and uncertainty the desire for control and security. The desire to maintain a positive self-image. That's what they consider the reasons why we want to believe in conspiracy theories. So yeah, this took me down, you know, that proverbial rabbit hole. I have heard this phrase many a times. If you remove desire, you remove suffering. And that comes from the Buddhist philosophy. Now... Who desires what, why, and how? Well, did you know that desire for material possessions is encouraged among people who have wealth and those possessive people are held up as role models? Now, according to the old Calvinistic notion, wealth occurs to people who are worthy of it. Give me a flipping break, man, seriously. Desiring things isn't quote-unquote greedy if we feel we deserve those things. Ha! <sighs> but yes, from a Buddhist perspective, however, the distinction between greed and desire is what they consider artificial. To want passionately is a hindrance and a poison whether one deserves that thing want it or not. In Buddhism, more than one Pali or Sanskrit word is translated as greed or desire. I like doing the bunny ears because on audio can't do the bunny ears. <laughs> I gotta say quote unquote so I can just do bunny ears. <laughs> we when we speak of the greed of the three poisons, there's a word for greed. <laughs> and it's called Lobha, L-O-B-H-A, and I will put that up there. Hey, look, there it is. It goes again. <laughs> this is an attraction to something that we think will gratify us, will give us that satisfaction, will give us that fulfillment. Now, as I understand it, Lobha is fixating on a thing we think we need to make us happy. Prime example, um. I'm not calling anybody out there because I get it, I understand it. If we see a pair of shoes we think we must have, even though we have a closet full of perfectly good shoes, that is Labha. And of course, if we buy those shoes, we may enjoy them for a couple times, you know, wear them out every now and then. But soon enough, we forget the shoes and then we want something else. Right? Our culture 
yes it values desires leaving us unprepared for its dangers but because our culture looks to money makers as our heroes and money makers believe themselves to be the wise and virtuous we don't see the destructive force of desire until it is too late alone among the world's religions is of course buddhism buddhism locates suffering at the heart of the world existence is suffering so i gotta ask this question to out there to anybody that's involved in buddhism or zen philosophy or you know the eastern philosophies buddhism why do pain and suffering exist central to buddhism it teaches us the four i guess there are noble truths and there are the noble eightfold path if you will so i went and did some research and i'm like okay i want to curious to see what this is all about so according to the buddhist the four noble truths all is suffering the dukkha dukkha it's like Sesame Street, man, all over again. Suffering is caused by desired attachment. If one can eliminate desire attachment, one can eliminate suffering. By those thoughts, we can surmise that we need conspiracy theories in our lives only so that we suffer the untruths. Let me break this down for you, though. But are we ready for something different? Are we ready for the propaganda? And I'm going to say that again. Propaganda. <laughs> According to the Noble Eightfold Path, we can eliminate desire. The extremes of excessive self-indulgence and excessive self-mortification can be lifted. So yeah, y'all might be asking, Rev, what is the Eightfold Path? All right, I'm gonna break it down for you. Break it down. Right views, the true understanding of the four noble truths. So you tell me the first eightfold path rule is to follow the first rule. <laughs> All right, I get it. Right intent is the true desire to free oneself from attachment, ignorance, and hatefulness. I get it right speech which involves abstaining from lying gossiping or hurtful talk i get it right conduct involves abstaining from hurtful behaviors i get it right livelihood means making your living in such a way as to avoid dishonesty and hurting others including animals now myself i believe animals should be above that list of anything else including humans anybody knows me knows my thoughts and ideas on what I feel about humans compared to animals but back at it the right effort is a matter of exerting oneself in regulating the content of one's mind bad qualities should be abandoned and prevented from arising again yet good qualities should be enacted and nurtured Hmm. right mindfulness 
is the focusing of one's attention on one's bodies, feelings, thoughts, and consciousness in such a way as to overcome craving, hatred, and ignorance. That one I actually like beyond all the other ones. But we're going to get to the last one, number eight. The right concentration. It's when meditating in such a way as to progressively realize a true understanding of imperfection, impermanence, and non-separateness. So I gotta ask again, do the devout Buddhist undergo pain, sorrow, and malaise in their own course of life? A Buddhist lifestyle and meditational disciplines may offer alternative relief yet under the yoke 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 of the Darwinian genome no pursuit of a quote-unquote noble eightfold path can reset our emotional thermostats redesign our gene expression profiles and dismantle the hedonistic treadmill of a Darwinian life I gotta put that out there real quick Hedonic treadmill. Y'all go look that that word, those two words up. I put it right here. Hedonic treadmill. Is there not a way to remove desire to want to believe in conspiracy theories? That's where we all started with this. Because according to the researchers, those three desires is why we want to believe in conspiracy theories. But if we remove desire, we desire. <laughs> if we move desire, we remove suffering. Correct. Hmm. Or shall we just continue to suffer for the fabrication of truths or misleading stories? Or is there another way? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Propaganda. Not proper. Proper. Responsible conspiracies. I have stated this several times. I am a conspiracist. Yet I feel it is up to me to break some of these cycles and present responsible conspiracies we need more say it with me propaganda and less aliens in the fucking white house man seriously to remove suffering one must remove desire is that what zen is really teaching us are these desires expectations of things or a want for a certain outcome See, now, to me, the outcome really doesn't matter because there is one outcome to all of this, the final outcome, and I don't care, race, color, read, gender, sexual, I don't care what you want to call yourself, what you want to be connected to. I support anything that anybody does, but there is one outcome, the final outcome, like I said, that we have no control over, the outcome of death. It doesn't matter what you have, but how you live with what you have. I have lost many of things in my life, and I still, I feel pulled to that because those are mine. But if I let that go, a lot of that also washes away. A lot of that suffering goes away because I desire my objects, you know. But I know, I still want them because some of those objects are personal to me. The books that I have read, I've written, you know, my computer, I mean, a couple of items, 
toys and gimmicks and items and gadgets that's one thing but those books yeah that is my desire to retrieve those so i will suffer with that that's just who i am so i'll tell you what let me leave y'all with these thoughts hang on like i said i got my coffee so <laughs> let's get a little sip on before we get back onto the thing all right think on this whatever you resist you become if you resist anger you are always angry if you resist sadness you are always sad if you resist suffering you are always suffering if you resist confusion you are always confused we think we can resist certain states because they are there but actually they are there because we resist them see me Reverend Pride Daddy, I don't suffer from my desire to be healthy, happy, or have objects. I suffer for my desires to understand. Yeah, it was William Wallace. Yeah, you know, Braveheart, motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Said it best. Every man dies, yet very man, few... Sorry, let me do that again, because I'm getting over... Maybe it's a coffee, I don't know. Every man dies, very few men truly live. Bunny ears. <laughs> to me, it is a very simple secret to just being. Let go of your demand on this moment, living the now. It is a powerful tool. It is sometimes a tricky one to work with, but it is helpful, I tell you that. And also, have you considered, you know? Anytime you have a demand on the moment to give you something or remove something, that's what they call suffering. You always have that battle, that argument with what is. Your demands keep you chained to the bunny ears dream state of the conditioned mind. The desire to control it's ultimately our willingness to just be controlled. So I got to ask, ask it all the time. Let me move the microphone out the way real quick. Cause I want to come up in here and holler at y'all. Are you as free as me?